0: Hey, this Realm of the Mist podcast is brought to you proudly by the
1: Nurses
2: Guild. Broadcasting from deep in the heart of North America, five influential podcasters from coast to coast come together to discuss a variety of topics from around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... The Power Hour!
1: Welcome back to the Coast to Coast Power Hour. This is Michael Glenn Moore. I'm today's co- uh, host for the episodes. Uh, Chris J. Chris J. Uh, Chris Stolle is not going to be with us tonight, so it's just going to be me and our other podcasters. And why don't we go ahead and turn that over to Randy and Tina. They are. They have something to announce that's going on with the SJ Network, and we'll get started. Randy, go ahead.
0: Yeah, so uh, Steve kind of put us in a position where uh, I'm the uh, new president of the SJ Network and Tina's the VP. Um, We're just uh, here to try and help grow the network and help uh, advance everybody's show on there and just basically trying to do everything we can to help everybody else out. So Tina, anything to add to that?
3: Oh, sure. I I would love to share a lot of the tips and tricks that I've learned over my short period of time podcasting because... As we all know there's a lot of different advice that we can be giving one another to help each other out and just make the network a better place uh, more inclusive for everybody and help each other grow and grow the network as well yeah
1: go ahead tina go ahead and talk about it
3: oh sure yes so we will we'll have some questionnaires that are very simple and that's just something that we've been talking about a little bit and maybe a a bi-weekly newsletter that that's in the works as soon as everything else is figured out with what we have planned. And in the newsletter, we intend to include some tips and tricks weekly or bi-weekly and things that would be helpful for everybody so that we can all just be better. And if there's any questions that anybody has, feel free to approach Randy or myself and we will answer to the best of our ability, how anyone can improve their show.
1: How would uh, a podcaster join once it's all set up? Is there, a, will there be a form on the website or, you know, how would, how would a podcaster get in touch with you guys to find out if they can become a part of the SJ network?
0: We've still got to work out some fine details with Steve, um, just kind of with everything going on. We haven't worked, you know, that process out yet, but, but be, we'll be, will be a pretty easy accessible way to get, you know, get in and get that information
4: and get yourself uh, a part of the network.
1: Yeah. Well, we got JB here now. JB, why don't you say hi?
4: Hey, what's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing tonight? How's it going, JB? Doing well, Randy. How's everything? Oh, not too bad, man.
1: Well, well, Tina, you Tina. You hey, got Gina. something coming up here pretty soon. You've got a huge, um, what do you call it, a networking type thing going on where you have a lot of podcasters that are going to be showing or doing their podcast direct throughout a day or two days. Why don't you talk a little bit about that?
3: So it's called... excuse me, sorry. (laughs) It's something that we put together called Indie Pods United. And I got together with about six other people that I've been friends with from the early days of when I first started our podcast. And it's really a great group of people. And I'm excited to have a lot of people from the SJ network that have signed up and will be definitely showcased podcasters. And it'll also be a really great opportunity to learn from people in the industry, our keynote speakers that we have chosen to do these workshops with on how to monetize your podcast how to make your audio great what kinds of equipment there are there's going to be a um, live music and entertainment and it's all going to be done virtually usually conventions cost 300 plus dollars depending on who's doing it but we wanted to make it free to affordable so everybody that showcased they showcase for free everybody can watch them for free it's going to be streaming from multiple platforms to our website and to youtube and twitch and you get to play games and it's going to be really fun there's going to be panels i know that chris, uh, chris Rudder is going to be heading a panel called rookie mistakes which i'm sure we all have had so many of <laughs> So I feel like it's going to be a great opportunity to network and put the uh, SJ network out there in a really good light and show that, you know, different shows and get them more audience and just get everybody out there a little bit more.
1: Do we have a date set?
3: Yes. 29th of November to the 3rd of December, and it'll be running from 9am to prospectively 7 or 9pm, depending on the day. So we're, we're working out the kinks right now, but it's... It's pretty good. We, we brought on a really great marketing lady who really knows what she's doing and has af- offered her services for free. Just She's just been really a delight. Her name is Maria Daniels, and she's always happy to help if you have questions as well. She has a business consulting company, and I'm just really blessed to have gotten a sponsor through Pinecast, which is an up-and-coming platform. So I actually moved over from Podbean to Pinecast.
2: And
1: that's gone well for you.
3: Uh, it was hard. You know how it is when you switch. Like it's, I was on Anchor when I started. I, th- I feel like most people were. And uh, so moving your RSS feed is cheese. I cried when I moved from Anchor to Podbean because Apple, Apple and Spotify. I had two Spotifys for two whole months, and I did not know what to do. I had to reach out to Spotify, and they were like, "We don't care." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then. We finally got it over and everything, it was smoother this time, for sure. It's, it's a lot more affordable for me. That's for sure. 130 bucks on Podbean that I didn't need to be spending. And now 15 bucks on Pinecast. I actually, I approve of this sponsor.
1: <laughs> well, we've got everybody on the on the show now. So why don't we go ahead and talk about our podcast? Since we got you now, Tina, why don't you go ahead and give your podcast and tell us a little bit about what it, what it, what it is.
3: Okay, um, I run a podcast called the Psychedelic Podcast. not to be confused confused with psychedelic mushrooms. A lot of people think it's about LSD or mushrooms. It's totally not. though so we have done episodes on it. It's basically just getting into philosophy on different subjects that society and culture have going on and offering different angles and perspectives from the people on our panel and also getting a little bit into psychology none of us are experts in any of these fields but it's all something that we're really passionate about and enjoy kind of delving into the human mind and picking apart different parts of our society and then what i do with steve is i i do the live streams with who he sends us and a lot of them can be used for the audio portion but they are two separate entities under the same name basically
1: okay randy why don't you tell us about your podcast
0: So I'm one of the co-hosts on the Canned Air podcast. Uh, There's three of us, myself, Jack and Jeremy Colley. Jack Doherty and Jeremy Colley, not that that matters. But uh, (laughs) we basically just uh, talk comics, pop culture, TVs, movies, pretty much cover all the nerdy stuff. Um, It's done in a comedic light. We're not getting down to the nitty gritty like, you know, what was on the third level of the Enterprise or anything like that. Frankly, I don't think any of us know. Um, <laughs> but uh, we also do some interviewing uh, indie creators, uh, a lot of the uh, uh, Steve's clients, um, just
1: pretty much anybody
0: and anybody. So,
1: Okay, JB, your turn.
4: So I have the program, which is an interview based um, sports uh, show. With that, I do a lot of um, sports stars and entertainers that Steve uh, provides me with. Um, you know, long form interviews, usually a half hour to an hour. Then I have Journey with the Jays, which actually just debuted on Atlanta radio last week. Um, it's an hour show on Facebook Live and YouTube. And then it's also on the radio in Real 1100 in Atlanta. And that's a sports um, a sports roundtable discussion, kind of like around the horn. It, you know, it's pretty cool. Wow.
3: Okay, uh,
1: we've heard Steve mentioned a couple of times. So let me go ahead and, and introduce Steve. Steve is a publicist who works out of California. He is... Um, mainly dealing with podcasters and getting his people um, his uh, actors and actresses and writers and so forth uh, interviews on different podcasts so we all get guests for our shows from Steve Uh, you can go to his website at s-j-network.com and read a little bit more about Steve and also there is a section on there for featured podcasts and you can look and see what podcasts are featured on, on the SJ network so far I don't think we have Tina on there yet, so I'm waiting for her, her um, RSV, RSS feed, but um, she's, she's involved, so we'll, we'll have her on there eventually. Okay, so my, my podcast is In a City Like Yours. It's a true storytelling podcast where I ask a guest to come on and tell a true story of something that's happened in their life that was a major influence on them, either good or bad, and we, we talk about that, and then we talk about their artistic endeavors, if they're an actor or a writer or what have you. And also my second podcast is Scott H. Silverman's Happy Hour, which is with Scott H. Silverman, who is a crisis counselor and recovery um, specialist. So we talk about the realm of addiction and recovery. I think for today, yeah, for today, we were going to talk about after we got through with the the new happenings of the SJ network, we were going to discuss the good things that have happened to us in 2020. Uh, as opposed to all the bad stuff with COVID and, and everything else and the hurricane for me and so forth. So who wants to go first for the, for the good stuff? Don't all of you raise I your vote. hand now.
3: <laughs> I vote Randy.
0: I can go first. That's fine. Um, so we had a lot of plans for Candare this year, uh, mainly going to local venues and doing like a lot of Comic-Con and stuff like that, a lot of uh, kind of meet-and-greet type stuff. And that obviously fell through. So without kind of going a different direction, I um, ended up doing a lot more networking than we had anticipated. I was able to uh, meet Steve, uh, which I don't think probably would have happened if we had went, you know, the, the normal direction. Um, and I got to meet, you know, great people like you guys and, you know, just everybody on the network. So, yeah, I mean, that was probably a big thing for us is just, you know, being able to network and kind of get in with everybody.
1: Well, well, for me, it did have to do with the hurricane. I, as you may know, uh, you might know, uh, I mentioned on, the, on the Coast to Coast Power a couple of uh, episodes ago that I got uh, hit by Hurricane Laura back in about six to seven weeks ago, and it uh, caused a tree to fall into my house and punch holes in my roof and through our ceiling in several rooms. So I'm having to deal with that, but I'm thankful and happy that nobody in my family was injured. Um, my mother, who is elderly, she's 85 years old was in the kitchen at the sink, so she was not in any of the rooms that were affected. And uh, I was asleep, so I was in my bedroom and it, it wasn't affected itself. So uh, we had limbs come down through the roof to the floor. So if we'd been in the hallway or in one of those rooms and had a limb come down on top of us, we could you know, very well have been really injured. Uh, so I'm thankful that that did not happen. And I'm thankful that it's not as bad as what people have gone through in South Louisiana and also in the West Coast with the, the fires and so forth that's going on with that. Uh, it's so much, you know, it, it could be so much worse. And I think um, given 2020 with the COVID and as bad as it's been, you know, it could always be worse. We could, we could have COVID. We could have loved ones who have passed away from COVID. Um, you know, and I'm sure that some of us know people who have. Uh, so that's, you know, I, I think trying to find the best things in life is, is really the way to go rather than d- dwelling on what's bad. So, but that's, that's my, my positive input. How about you, you, JB?
4: Yeah. So, I mean, I started my podcast in 2019. So this year I was lucky enough to get on the Believe Network, which is a huge network of over 300 podcasts. Um, You know, I met Steve and I was able to get some really great guests, you know, that are in the entertainment industry where there was no sports. And I still talk to a bunch of great people that he, that he gives me. I met all you guys, which is great because, you know, networking is the whole key to getting good at this because, you know, I can learn so much from everybody that does this, you know, and then I started the journey with the Jays and we have that on the radio. So it's been a really fun year, except for obviously the bad stuff that's happened, which we're going to try and forget about for a little bit.
3: Yeah, it's hard to forget about the bad things, but that's great that you guys all have things to be really thankful and grateful for. What about you, Tina? I'm gonna piggyback on this a little bit because I also am super grateful for Steve and this opportunity because I really do just wanna help people. It's something that I've always liked doing. I've done a lot of philanthropy work in my life and worked with a lot of organizations like the American Red Cross. And I've been ready to get out of the entertainment industry for quite some time, especially since I had my daughter two years ago. Last month, she turned two. So for me, that's something I'm super grateful for. It was an at-home birthday and nobody could really make it because of uh, said negative things. And, but I'm just happy that she's a, a thriving baby and she, it's so cool to watch them grow up really. Like, it's amazing. She sings happy birthday to herself all of the time. And I think it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> I've seen, seen pictures of her on Facebook and she's adorable. Very, Thank very cute you. little girl.
3: Yeah, she's got her dad's hairiness though. So maybe in the future some lasering is involved.
1: <laughs> well, that's too funny. L- little monkey child there for, for a little while.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She has my old my little ringlet curls though from when I was a kid before I damaged my hair.
1: <laughs> well, why don't we talk a little bit about entertainment and how it's been affected? Um, let's go, go from the good now to the possibly bad. Because entertainment is something that we're all involved in, you know, we're in the entertainment business. And, you know, I'm sure we all like watching movies and d- watching TV and so forth. Um, so how has the, the COVID affected entertainment for you? As far as not being able to go out and see a movie? Is that a, a big thing for you? Or is that something you're able to deal with by watching Netflix and Prime uh, prime videos on Amazon and so forth?
4: It's definitely been tough. I mean, I used to like to enjoy going to the movies a few times a month. Now you can't really do that. And, you know, I mean, sports was completely shut down for a while. They started it up. Now we're going to go into another weird spot where it's just going to be football again. And who knows with the way the tests have been coming back with the football players the last week. So we may have no sports again, uh, like we did a little while ago. So you know it's definitely been kind of tough and yet, and you know it's hard in entertainment as well because they're having trouble filming the new stuff
1: yeah, yeah i think i saw where zach prescott just broke his foot in the cowboys yeah game tonight, it was pretty so. ugly yeah go ahead randy
0: so I'm very fortunate. In the the city I live in, there's an old vaudeville theater that they uh, converted to like a, a newer movie theater. It's just got like two or three screens, kind of little little deal. But uh, I used to take my son there quite a bit. Um, so I we're, we're missing going there and seeing the movies in the old cool building. But uh, yeah, I just think a lot of that kind of the stuff getting pushed back that you know we were anticipating even to talk about on the show or you know kind of nerding out on it. Um, I'm involved a lot with my son's, uh, school, um, and the PTO and we, every year we do like big events and entertainment things at the school that just pretty much fell through this year as well. So that kind of put a big dampener on things, but
1: yeah. are you binging on anything on, on Facebook? I mean, on Facebook, on, uh, Netflix or anything?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was, I, I work from home a couple days a week, um, more so with, a, the, uh when the the uh, virus first hit but uh when I'm working I'll I have it on the background I I've been been watching binge watching like Supernatural like a bunch of old tv shows that I just <laughs> wanted to you know finish up and get through uh Tiger King I watched that when it came out and <laughs> yeah that was uh that was fun um you know yeah just pretty much flip on and see what's what's exciting
1: yeah, Supernatural's been on for like 100 years, so you've got well. plenty to watch. I mean, that's, <laughs> I just, they just keep going after season, after season, after season.
0: I think this year you they ended age. up, right? Like 15, 15 season was the, the last one?
1: Wow. I'm not sure. I just know that there's a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> and the Tiger, Tiger King was crazy. Um, yeah. Good old Joe. Yeah, Joe Exotic.
0: <laughs> Did you guys see the new uh, Unsolved Mysteries at all?
1: No, not yet. Oh.
0: so I was I hu- I don't know if any of you guys were, uh, or you, excuse me, guys and gals were uh, fans of the original with Robert Stack. I that was like my go to show growing up, and I was so excited for the new one. And they completely changed the format. So you guys will have to watch it and tell me what you think. But it's, uh, it's, it's, it's similar but really different.
1: Is that on Netflix or on network TV? Uh,
0: it's. I believe it's on Netflix. It's one of the streaming platforms.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Go ahead, Tina.
3: Sorry. I just wanted to say something about unsolved mysteries really quick. I had a friend interview, Tom Reed, and he's the guy on unsolved mysteries that was abducted by a UFO. And that was really cool to watch, um, him talking about his experience, but I actually haven't seen the new unsolved mysteries.
1: Do you believe in UFOs?
3: I believe that anything is possible
1: i want to i want to believe but uh, you know it's it, i think it'd be so cool to to have that as a proof and if the government has some proof for it i wish they'd go ahead and release it so we we know for sure but uh i would like to think that there is you know something out there something better hopefully
3: have you looked at the cia um government stargate articles because they do say that it's true
1: oh cool okay and that's from the cia so it must be
3: yeah the Where's air it? force has seen him
0: wasn't it didn't the air force or the navy release a video this year
3: of yes the Earth? okay that's the Air force
1: so nobody here has been has actually experienced seeing a ufo
3: i've so, just had dreams about them
1: oh you do that's that's interesting
3: <laughs> yeah I it, it affects you so much dream. you
1: dream about it yeah
3: yeah <laughs> well even before i knew about it i actually had a weird dream that from a few years ago that I will always remember because I, I remember all my dreams when I wake up and if it's not that important, I forget about it that same day, but this one really stood out to me where I was getting sucked out of the house by this wind force and I'm like trying to hold on to the inside of the house. And then I end up at my neighbor's house, but it's actually my home. And it was just a weird, weird dream that I had that I probably about three or four years ago, I had that dream.
1: Well, maybe it was real. Maybe you just thought it was a dream.
3: (laughs) Maybe, maybe I'm an alien.
1: Yeah. I have a friend who says that she's been abducted several times and she talks about being getting up at night and going to the window and seeing lights outside. And then she's, you know, back in bed and she has these flashes of memories of being on a spaceship and so forth. She's a little bit out there Begin with she's an artist like I am. And so she's just a little bit, you know, way, way, way out there. But, uh, It's interesting to talk listen to her talk because she definitely believes it. And it's something that's, you know, a a big thing in her life now.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I actually know someone like this too. She told me that I was a half Android and that we were similar and I was like, okay. Like, I just let her say whatever she wanted because I wasn't going to be mean about it. And she was like, I was abducted by the Pleiadians. And she said, I can tell you're also a Pleiadian. And I was like, okay.
4: What's a Pleiadian though? Did we find that out?
3: I I guess it's, you know how they have the grays and they have the,
2: uh... The following is an announcement from the Nurses Guild of Florida. Home health aides or nurses invited in your home is an important issue family-wide. Where you get your private duty service is of critical importance. Did you know hiring a friend of a friend or even a recommendation from your church puts you and your family at risk for workers' compensation? A back injury will cost sixty dollars to $100,000 and a slip and fall up to three times that amount. Do you know if a caregiver in your home has a history of abuse, neglect, or theft? Do they have a history of drug abuse or have an addiction? The Nurses Guild conducts full Level 2 criminal background checks. Is the labor law particular to home care being obeyed, or are you unknowingly setting up your estate for claims of unpaid time and a half? Why not get your private duty from a five-star Medicare home health agency, the experts at home care? You get properly trained and supervised personnel, workman's compensation coverage, criminal background checks, proper adherence to applicable labor law, all to shield use from lawsuits. All of our home health aides and nurses are fully screened, supervised, and COVID tested. Here at the Nurses Guild, we have nurses from every specialty. No matter what your diagnosis, we have the right caregiver for you. Call the Nurses Guild today to arrange your home health visit at 954-596-9806 for Broward County and 561-826-8937 for Palm Beach County. Remember, health care put off is health care too late. Stay safe during the pandemic. Wear a mask and insist those around you wear a mask. Wash your hands frequently and stay home as much as
3: Gosh, I can't remember the other types of aliens that there are, but it's actually in the Stargate on the CIA website. So if you just look okay. through the articles, you can see, and it's open for everybody to look at. So it's not bad to be talking about it. It's totally fine. It's there. It's on on the internet for all of us to see.
1: Well, that's, that's interesting. I'll have to check that out. Um, the CIA yeah. records were, it's called Stargate.
3: Yes, okay. CIA.gov yeah. and then Stargate archives.
1: Well, what should we talk about now? We've uh, gone through uh, a little bit of binge watching. We've talked about aliens. Uh, we talked about Tina's dreams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we talked mm-hmm. enough about binge watching. That's something that, you know, if, if Chris Rudder was on here, we'd be stealing <laughs> his idea. He, he has the show, My F and Binge, where he has his guest, talk about a a um show that they're binge watching but not give him the title and he tries to guess yeah. it very interesting. I was on a show a couple of weeks ago. It hasn't been released yet, but I really had a good time with him. Uh so I I I, I like I and mean, I really enjoy talking about things that I've been binge watching. Uh you know, right now I've discovered art uh documentaries on YouTube and there's, you know, thousands of them. So I've been watching a lot of art documentaries and it's really inspiring for me being an artist to to see what other artists are doing you know back way back in the day and also new new artists um and and also on um on netflix i've started watching uh ratchet about uh oh. nurse ratchet yeah oh, okay. and it, it's pretty good i've really enjoyed it uh i've only about four episodes in but uh you know it's, it's quality It's made by the same people who do uh american horror story so it's it's really quirky and you know the quality is, is really good and acting of course is excellent so yes. anybody else binge watching something they want to talk about
3: i will say there's a fantastic movie that has the kid from the new superman in it and it is called um hell not just hell but it's like gosh now it's a uh, totally i can't remember the name of it oh hell all around us something like that so it's got the guy from twilight in it and at first i was really appalled by his west virginian accent but then i had to remember you are from britain trying to fake an american accent most of the time and now you are from britain faking your american accent and adding west virginian to it so then i appreciated him more but it's it's a really good movie and later i'll have to remind you guys what the name is because it's it was so interesting And I, I too was on Chris Rudder's show a couple of weeks ago. I can't wait to hear yours because I gave him one that completely stumped him because it's in another language.
1: Uh, Tricky.
0: I've got a question for the three of you kind of along the binging uh, concept. So uh, in the last year, we ended up cutting the cord. We just went to straight binging. We had had um, uh, satellite for a little while are you guys, do you still have cable or satellite or have you completely cut out?
1: Well, I've got cable because my mother watches TV. I don't really watch TV. I do most of my stuff streaming, so I could go without the cable and could save quite a bit, but, uh, she, she, you know, has it on background all the time and she's playing her, her solitaire on her, uh, mini iPad or whatever. And, and, <laughs> and listening to whatever's on TV, mostly she, she keeps it on the, um, discovery channel for, uh Uh, true crime stuff uh i can't think of that name of that uh, station but discovery crime i think is what it's called but anyway she keeps it on that on the background and plays her games and she seems to be happy so i'm gonna keep it
3: fair enough oh i don't have cable and i i should watch more tv but i don't i do watch netflix sometimes but i you know with with a baby and the podcast and the convention i'm really busy all of the time also we live on a ranch so there's stuff to be done outside and but i still enjoy a good movie and i'm still mad that winchester has a 13 percent on rotten tomatoes and i don't trust rotten tomatoes
4: <laughs> yeah i still have cable only because of sports it wasn't for sports, there'd be no reason to have it. I mean, everything else you could stream pretty much or find a way to stream it. Um, but to get the sports, i ended end up having to pay more than what I pay with cable. So I'm stuck with it.
1: Well, well Hulu has a package with, uh, I don't mean to, to plug Hulu or Disney, but they have a package with Disney Plus and ESPN for, you know, really cheap um, the streaming. Sponsor him yeah yeah sponsor me please sponsor us coast to coast power hour just you know go to sj network and find us and say we want to sponsor you but yeah um okay other topics i guess
3: okay i actually wanted to go back to when you were asking how film was uh, how COVID affected film i did a film with bill foster some of you guys know who that is oh yeah He's a really cool guy, and I actually got to be their photographer for the days that I shot with them, and so I have a lot of cool pictures for later that aren't allowed to be released yet that I took, and I'm so excited about it, and I I was just an extra in this film, and I'm used, I used to go to Chicago all the time to shoot, and then COVID happened, obviously, so I quit getting work, and so it severely affected that, but the way he had it set up was really smart, and... Everybody listen to the protocols. Things on set are so different. If you're not on set or on film at the moment, you have to wear your mask. There's got to be a COVID professional walking around taking temperatures, making sure that you're doing protocol or they could basically shut you down. So he did everything right. And now his movies are making it to big award ceremonies. And it's really awesome because he's, he's from Steve's network and it's he gets to be he's amongst us it's so cool
1: yeah he did a showdown at the brazos didn't he is that and that one yeah. of his, his films? which one were yeah. you involved with or can you give a title that one. Oh, okay okay cool yes i think it is just won a couple of awards too so he's doing really yeah good. yeah
3: yeah
0: it, and Super he's a great awesome. guy yeah he really is
1: yeah I, so inter- nice. I interviewed him back in 2019 so i've got an episode out there with him uh, I don't, I don't think I released it until uh, this year, but, uh, yeah, it was really, really interesting talking with him. You uh, know, he also, I was doing, uh, something for Halloween. So I wanted to have some paranormal stuff. And he talked about going on, t- uh, living on a winery and seeing a, a girl ghost who hovered over the, the, wine, the, the vines, the vineyard, uh, and he could only see from the waist up, there was nothing from the waist down and, uh, was his, his. <laughs> you know, scary moment. Um, what about paranormal? How does everybody feel about the paranormal? Do you believe in it or or what? Is it scary? You know, this is October, so this is the year. This is the time.
4: There's definitely got to be something to it. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. if you think about it, it can be scary, but I don't know. I'm not sold on it completely, but there's something, there's some stuff out there that can't be explained.
1: Yeah, there's got to be something that happens to us after we die. You know, maybe it's not so final and just you know just cease to exist uh hoffman has everybody interviewed him yet
0: yeah Uh, we've we've got him on in november
1: he uh does angels and answers and he talks to people who have passed on and so forth and uh relays messages to uh the loved ones and, and um very interesting the way he deals with it but you know if you talk to him it's definitely real uh you know the your loved one could be standing over your shoulder guiding you And so forth. So it could be comforting and it could be kind of creepy at the same time, but it's, you know, it's uh, according to him, it's real.
0: Yeah. So, so I am a believer. I actually saw a ghost when I was a kid, and uh, I live in a house right now uh, that was built in the 1850s. I'm pretty convinced it's haunted. Um, It's kind of funny though, because my wife and my kids and myself will have experiences in this house, and you would think because me, who's actually seen something, Uh, would be the first one to believe it on the i I will try and figure out every single way of how it is not something supernatural (laughs) no it was the freaking cat or no you know and i will just go through every single list of you know what it could be until it's like no, no nothing (laughs) nothing works
1: so are your posters always up randy or is that just for halloween
0: that's just for (laughs) halloween
1: (laughs) well i I love the frankenstein and the dracula in the background that's pretty cool you You know the black cat that's interesting (laughs)
0: Yeah, we uh, my son and I, my nine-year-old son and I watch all the old classics starting October. So we're we're well into the universal cycle.
1: <laughs> well, I was uh, <laughs> wanting to watch some uh, kid films from the 80s and 90s, and Chris Rudder suggested I watch Monster Squad. Has everybody seen that? Yes, yes. It's, very, it's, it's pretty cool. cool. It's you know, it's very light, and of course, it's a kid kid film, but uh, it deals with all the the classic monsters from from the old days
0: it's it's pg-13 and there's quite a bit of swearing in it so i wouldn't like go coding it as a kid film but it's pretty much goonies (laughs) with monsters but it's it's great
1: so anybody else have a ghost story
3: i have so many but i said them all on eric sims show on the unseen paranormal show I lived in the Philippines where it's very haunted and apparently the house, well, I really think that there's a correlation between Catholicism and seeing the paranormal. And I myself am not Catholic. I am Christian, but I did see things in that house. And there was one thing that will always stick with me that scared the crap out of me. And it's when my whole family went to church and I didn't want to that morning because it was super early and I was tired and I just said no, and I shut my door and I locked it and I was about 15, 16 years old. And then there was a really loud knocking on the door. Like this, this ghost or entity was trying to tell me I need to go to church. And I I opened the door and I was like, you know, like, leave me alone, basically like teen angst. And there was nobody there. All the cars were gone and I just bolted out of the house.
1: Why do you think the Philippines is so haunted? because of all the wars
3: uh, there. Yeah. In fact, my grandfather was killed during that. And also they say that the house that my family lived in that I was living in at the time was very old and a, a girl that they say has a open third eye so she can see everything. She went into that house and ran out screaming. She couldn't be in there. She was so scared. Even though Apparently it wasn't trying to mess with her. It just scared her in the bathroom, which even since I was a child and everybody in my family also felt weird presences in that area of the house. So we just kind of avoided it, but a lot of weird stuff happened there.
1: Yeah. I had some friends here in Shreveport who lived in a, a house that was once a doctor's office It was in the neighborhood, but and it was just a regular house. But the, the guy, the guy who lived there was a doctor a long time ago. And um, they had a lot of instances where Uh, their daughter would be in the bathtub and see things in the bathroom. Um, But, you know, because they figure, you know, all kinds of stuff must have gone on there since it was the doctor's office and people would come there to have, you know, whatever and die and so forth. So very scary. Um, I've never personally have never seen a ghost or really felt like I've been around a spirit or anything like that. But I'm open to it. You know, if it happens, it happens. I, I wouldn't mind it, I
4: don't think. So I had one time I was sleeping where I actually woke up off the bed, like literally in the air and I was turning. I I have no idea how that happened, but it was a little freaky. I I can't, I don't think it was a ghost, but it was definitely something.
3: Yeah. That that happened to
1: Reagan and the exorcist. So you never know.
3: (laughs) Yeah. That's what you call an out of body experience. People that have those are generally more susceptible to having lucid dreams and astral projecting which is also in the CIA Stargate files, but I've known about that for several years.
1: Oh yeah, lucid Dreaming wrong. is interesting. Has anybody dealt with that? Go ahead and talk, <laughs> tell us Tina, go ahead.
3: I did a whole episode on it. I don't want to take over the entire show. I'm sorry,
1: Well, I feel, I, feel I, like, I feel like I'm pulling tooth here to try to get everybody to talk. So go ahead and talk, talk as much as <laughs> oh. you want. <laughs>
3: So lucid dreaming is where you can control your dreams, essentially. And a lot of people, actually, there are tests you can take. I One of them is uh, you can go to the astraltest.com, but be careful. Maybe Google that. It might be .org. I wouldn't just type that in with a .com, just in case. And it some people are able to control their dreams. They don't even try to. Some people have to do all kinds of meditations, if you believe in that, to get themselves to that type of frequency but everybody's different they say that we use 11% of our brain so what do you think is happening with the other 89% of your brain it's asleep because they I feel like they want you to be asleep and that's why children are more able to see spirits and deal with paranormal things than adults because it's almost as if that part of your brain is shut off what I would call the reptilian brain
1: well, I've, um, I've dealt with lucid dreaming. Uh, they, they say that if in your dream, if you can pull your hand up and look at your hand, willing, will, uh, willfully pull your hand up and look at it, you can then take control of your dream. And I've done that a couple of times, but you have to think about that before you go to sleep, like uh, so tell yourself, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have a lucid dream tonight and so forth and kind of will yourself into that frame of mind. And then you might could have it. Um, and also, uh, I like to fly in my dreams, but I don't fly like, up high in the sky, or whatever, I kind of glide off the ground a couple of feet. And I'll be going along and decide that, well, you know, I to do this much faster if I go ahead and glide. And I'm gliding along and along the ground and everything. And then everybody else is just walking. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, I, I probably shouldn't be doing this because people are going to see me and they're going to think I'm some type of, <laughs> you know, weirdo. But I dream a lot about that <laughs> for some reason.
3: Yeah. Does anybody else have recurring themes in their dreams? I have a lot that have to do with World War II and I'm a fighter pilot and I'll see things that I've never seen before. And then I look it up later and I'm like, wow, this, act- this type of knife existed or this type of gun. I've never seen it before, but I see it in my dream or this type of plane. And I have had that since I was 11 or 12 years old, like almost... I'm not gonna say I believe in reincarnation or anything like that. I'm just saying it's strange that I see things from this era and I know a song that will come on from this era by heart but have no idea where I've heard it. But i memorize a lot of very old songs and it surprises me even to this day why I'm so obsessed with people like Buddy Holly and I know all of of the music somehow but I don't know why or or where it came from
1: yeah definitely reincarnation there i would say
3: <laughs> Always, pisses i guess I was off. a fighter pilot
0: it always pisses me off how you can never run in dreams
3: <laughs> that's the worst <laughs> do some lucid dreaming practice there are meditations right. for it
1: <laughs> well I've, I've had dreams where i've been been jogging and uh, i realized that i'm too far from home but i have to make it to to get to home so i continue running and uh, i'm just really in shape and you know of course i'm not Uh, i run today (laughs) things things tend to move that shouldn't be moving because i'm you know so fat now but um (laughs) but but in my dream i'm usually in better shape and i can run and and i feel you know like i'm accomplishing something great and i'm going to finally get get closer to home and you know when i'm really really far away and then my goal is, is never met i never you know wake up before i get home i kind of wake up somewhere on the journey but uh yeah i do re- dream that i'm running
3: so what, what do you, how you think you in a multiverse
4: what do you think you wake up before you get home
1: though oh no telling um <laughs> just the the goal i'm never able to reach it so
3: i do a lot of dream interpretation and this could be taken in two ways to me it's as if you're trying to reach a goal that you yourself here in this life feels is unattainable, or you have already, you're have on the way to attaining it in the multiverse, if you believe in that. So it could be a parallel where it's actually happening for you. And maybe here, it's a metaphor for something within your own life.
1: Oh, cool. Okay. I'll believe that. What, <laughs> you, what you said. Yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> well, again, we, Go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say, on kind of a lighter note, I've got a nine-year-old and a three-year-old, and it always kind of cracks me up because on the monitors, um, you know, my w- wife and I will still be a, uh, awake upstairs, and the kids will be like sitting up and just talking in their sleep, or just say something completely stupid. Um, <laughs> they were actually yelling at each other at different times the other night because they're at the age where they're starting to fight now. So it's just that, that always cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's funny. I remember uh, a year ago, the funniest thing that I can recall that I remember saying out loud in my sleep was I need a cheeseburger.
0: (laughs) No, Rob, I wasn't dreaming. Get up. Come on.
3: Yeah. Give it to me now. Yeah, exactly. He's the one that told me I said it. So I thought that was really funny because I love cheeseburgers. Who doesn't other than vegetarians?
1: Well, they have that new cheeseburger now with uh, at Burger King. So there, I go plug in another another sponsor, a non hey, sponsor.
3: Sponsor them.
1: <laughs> well, gang, we've gotten forty-one minutes. We could go ahead and stop it now, or try to drag it out to an hour. But I think we we've, we've done pretty good. We've we've achieved our goals, which was to uh, talk about the SJ Network and what's going on with it, and and talk about our podcast. So. Uh, if there's not anything else that you want to add or say or bring up that we can talk about, we'll go ahead and end the show. Um, anybody have anything?
0: Uh, May I just... Heard... Oh, go ahead, Tina.
3: Sorry. No,
0: go
3: ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say if if you'd like to listen to our audio version of the, our podcast, you can go to www.psyche... Oh, the psyche with a hyphen delicpodcast.com.
1: So it's a, it's a, a normally a, a visual podcast.
3: It's actually normally audio, but we do visual on my Facebook and YouTube, but on audio, there's two to four of us, uh, to provide different angles and perspectives.
1: Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about our podcast again, before we, we sign off here. Go ahead, JB, one more time.
4: So I have the program, which is a regular podcast. You can listen to it anywhere that podcasts are. It's all interviews, um, actors, uh singers and um sports stars uh and then I have journey with the jays which is also on uh real 1100 in atlanta uh facebook live youtube and also a podcast so definitely I uh, listen to that that's a sports roundtable
1: okay uh, go ahead uh randy
0: uh, so i've got the i'm on the candair podcast uh, again comics pop culture and then myself and one of their co-hosts does a game show uh, live on our Facebook page. Uh, we play Jackbox every Tuesday it's night. It's so fun. <laughs> Tina's been on. And I, uh, Michael, I believe you're slated to be on uh, a couple days, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got a notation <laughs> in my calendar called Randy. So I, there you go. I'm <laughs> glad you reminded me. Now I know what that's for.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then JB's going to be on uh, next month. So yes. looking forward to having both of you on.
1: So now I'm not a comedian. I'm not funny at all as you probably know. I'm listening to this you podcast. You're funny. <laughs> I'm
0: not yeah, I'm not a comedian either, man. You'll be fine. We'll take care of you.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, Tina, go ahead and you know plug again.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, we just switched so we we have a Google domain now. It's the psyche with a hyphen Delicpodcast.com and you can watch the live streams that we do for the SJ network on our YouTube channel which just got officially enough subscribers to have its own name. So uh, I was like, cool. So it's youtube.com slash C slash the psychedelic podcast with no hype in there. So it is spelled like the psychedelic podcast.
1: <laughs> okay, mine is the uh, In a City Like Yours podcast. It's, uh, it's uh, audio only. And then the Scott H. Silverman's uh, Happy Hour, which is video and audio. We're on YouTube at Scott H. Silverman's Happy Hour. Uh, so watch that. So everybody I just had him on. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's pretty cool. I really yeah. enjoy him. So everybody, say bye.
3: Bye. Thank everybody. you so bye.
1: much. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna click it off now, y'all. Everybody have a good click evening. Click
4: it off. Okay, everybody <laughs> have a good nice. evening. Michael Ta- <laughs> JB. It was good seeing you guys. Have a good one. Nice guys. to meet you
3: guys. Take
4: yep, it easy. My pleasure. Have a have a good day, guys. Oh wait, okay. wait, wait. J
3: B. Can I yeah. say, I'm sorry, can I say one more thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the Tampa Bay Bucks right now?
4: Uh, I don't know. That, that was a horrible game Thursday. It
3: was Can't sad. Lose like
4: that.
1: Can't oh my gosh.
3: Like that. Yeah, it was really, really sad. Yeah. Anyways, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Have a good night. Guys. Bye. Bye
4: bye.